You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Let's take you around the league with our pal DJ Shockley, the former Falcons quarterback. DJ, we appreciate you taking the time. So the Falcons survived, winning by just six points on the road in Chicago. On that final drive, as you know, the Bears had two shots at the end zone, came away empty with a pair of drop passes. How did that Falcon D look to you? You know what? I, I, I felt a uh, little bit good see you guys again, talk to you guys. Um, I, I thought they had their time. They were up and down. Uh, I thought they did a good job for the majority of the game, uh, keeping everything in front of them. I think they only allowed two plays of over 20 yards. So limiting those big plays are big. Uh, but also heard Coach Quinn today talk about, after he watched the film, they had double-digit missed tackles. So I know that's something that uh, he was really disappointed in, something they have to do better at. But uh, ultimately, when it came down to it, when they needed to stop there, uh, the Bears had four chances there from the five-yard line and could not get it in. So ultimately, you bend, you bend, but you don't break, and you end up having the winning sack there by Brooks Reed to end the ball game, and it's always good to end that way. DJ, you know when going on the road into a hostile environment, it's always good to, to get a victory, even if you squeak one out. Uh, one thing we talked about last week when you are on, which was this Atlanta Falcons team winning, finishing games. Uh, right. Two drives in the very latter part of this game, uh, scoring drives, uh, whether it's a touchdown and a field goal, they end up accomplishing that. How big of a win you think is it for this Atlanta team to actually go on the road into Chicago and get a win? Or is it one of those where, you know what, we almost lost it. We should have won a little bit better. No, I think uh, you bring up the, the perfect point of regardless of how the Bears were last year, I think they won three games. This is a totally different year. You go on the road. It's the first game of the year. Everybody's excited about it. You got a brand new team on both sides. So last year kind of is what that is. But to get a road win is always big, regardless of the opponent. Uh, I think they were very pleased to walk out of there with the win, regardless if it was close or not. Uh, this was a Bears team that, that gave them everything that uh, they could handle. And I think coming into the ball game, uh, a guy by the name of Tariq Cohen came in and really had a very big ball game from a rookie out of North Carolina A&T. Uh, playing for the Bears, and I think he was probably an X factor for them. And the Falcons, I wouldn't say they weren't ready for him, but he, he definitely was a key player for them. But getting the road win is big, uh, and I don't put too much stock in just because it's the Bears and they weren't as good last year. This is a team that, just like anybody else, they got guys on their team that they get paid to play this game and are pretty good players and playing National Football League. And uh, I think one thing that's kind of uh, is not talked about as much as this Falcons team is now a team that's looked at as uh, they're being hunted now. Uh, the NFC South champs, NFC champions, so everybody's going to bring their best when they play this team because they want to be known as the team that knocked them off. So uh, everybody's going to bring their A game when they play the Falcons. DJ, because we're talking fantasy football every day on this show now, Cordell's a fantasy guru. On Friday, you can check the tape. He said, watch out for Tariq Cohen. He was all over the player from North Carolina. Okay, okay. That's right. Well, he, he see the future. I see it. <laughs> yeah, Tariq right. Cohen could be sitting next to me and we would not know who he is no but idea. he looked good on the field yesterday in Chicago, he's Cordell Stewart fantasy analyst, I'm Brian Weber checking in with our pal DJ Shockley the former Falcons quarterback, let me take you to Lambeau Field, DJ were you surprised the Packer defense looked that good against the Seahawks, Seattle's offense shaky once again yeah you know I, I was and you know, I, I think over the past couple of years Seattle's offense hasn't been that good, to be honest. I mean, they, they find ways to make plays, but they've always kind of lived and died with their defense. And 
Uh, you expect Russell Wilson to, to play a little bit better and, and be a catalyst for getting that team over the hump offensively, but they just haven't done it. And I was surprised to see how much pressure they were getting on Seattle with just their front four. They weren't blitzing a lot. They did bring some at times, but there were times where they only had four guys up there rushing the passer and were able to get pressure on Russell Wilson. And you got five down linemen, and you're getting pressure with four. That's going to be a long, long game for any quarterback. So I was surprised to see it. Uh, it's interesting that now Green Bay is starting to put that defense with an explosive offense, even though they didn't look as explosive yesterday. Uh, it's an interesting match to see how well Green Bay's gotten up front, especially in their front seven. DJ, here's a two-part question. Were you more impressed with how Dallas played yesterday, or were you more disappointed on how average this offense, look, this offense looks without Odell Beckham? I, I was very disappointed. Uh, obviously, I was disappointed in the way the Giants' offense looked. Uh, Dallas, yeah, I kind of expected them to have that same kind of mantra. They're going to run the football, and Dak's going to take care of it. And, you know, you got some guys on the outside make some plays, and that's kind of been their M.O., but I was even more disappointed in a guy in the Eli Manning nature who has been around for a while. I know you don't want to put everything on his shoulders, but this is a veteran guy who's been around for a while. You, you think he'll find a way to get this offense moving and going. They just never found uh, that, that offensive rhythm. And I know OBJ is a big, big part of what they do, and uh, he brings double and triple coverage sometimes and so other guys can get open. But you still got a guy like Brandon Marshall out there who I don't think is done, who still has – uh, the two to get it done, one catch for 10 yards is just unbelievable. And I couldn't believe uh, that they sputtered in the way they did, uh, only scoring three points. So I was very disappointed in what uh, the outcome of what they put on the field yesterday offensively. DJ Shockley is our guest on the NFL on TuneIn. DJ, Carolina beat San Francisco. If you watch the highlights, mechanically, how did Cam Newton look to you? He had the two touchdown passes, but did not throw much in the preseason, and there's some questions about where he is coming back from the shoulder injury. Cam did not answer any questions from the media postgame. You know, I, I think that he's not all the way back yet, and not having those preseason reps, obviously, he had some at training camp, but there was a time in training camp where I think they sat him for, you know, nine, ten days or whatever it may be just to rest his shoulder some more. And if you watch some of the game, you're used to Cam throwing it 100 miles an hour. And I, I thought yesterday he had some that were 80, 85, maybe 90 miles an hour uh, if you're talking his speed. But I didn't see the, the zip that he always had on it from the past. So maybe he's still trying to get the strength back in that shoulder. Maybe he's still working his way back. Uh, I thought the accuracy, especially in the first half, wasn't there. Uh, I know he missed his tight end uh, in the end zone there. Big, big major overthrow. Uh, so I think he was still a little rusty, still trying to figure out uh, his fundamentals and, and stuff in live game action. Um, but I think ultimately it's going to take him a couple games to, to really fully get back to the old cam that we're used to seeing. DJ, last year Matthew Stafford was a comeback kid. I guess you can call him that. Uh, multiple games in the latter part of games, uh, winning drives, positioning the team to kick a field goal to win the game. Uh, but yesterday against the Arizona Cardinals, 7 of 8, 122 yards, two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, the same old Sam Bradford. He's got a, the biggest contract in the NFL. Do you think he's legit when it comes down to being considered as one of the better quarterbacks in the game and a guy who's been given the type of money that he's been given as a quarterback in the National Football League? You're talking, you're talking about Stafford? Matthew Stafford, yes. Yeah, yeah, Stafford. You know, it's. I think the jury's still out on Stafford, you know, because if you look at his overall record, 
he has a more of a losing record than winning record. And I think giving him that money, Detroit understands that he is the franchise guy and they probably won't get any better than him. But he is a, he's a top caliber talent in the National Football League. But I think the jury's still out on him. I think he has to go out and win more games. He has to propel his team a little bit more, uh, especially to get him in the playoffs and win a couple games to, to be considered one of those guys. And I know it's not just a quarterback. You, you got to have the pieces around you. Your defense has to do their part as well. But there's going to be some games where he has to win it for himself. He has to go out and propel his team and take it on his shoulders. So uh, I think the jury's still out on Stafford right now. Uh, a lot of people are excited about him. He does. He did look good yesterday swinging it around. But he's always done that. He's always put up big numbers. He's always played well uh, for the most part. But now it's all about winning games and winning the right games at the right moments as well. Plus, he got a lot of help from Carson Palmer, who looked like he was 119 years old with the three interceptions. DJ, great yeah. information as always. A reminder, if you have fantasy questions, Cordell Stewart has the answers. So I can just, I can just text Cordell. Will he text me back, though? That's all I'm asking. Holla at your boy. Just holla at your boy, DJ. We ain't got to do this. We've got people listening, man. We have to do this in front of company, okay? Just keep that between me. I'll text you back. I appreciate it. Well, I know what my phone is. Thank you, DJ. We'll chat with you next Monday. All right, bro. All right, fellas. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on TuneIn.